my levels have to be super hot. Oh, those are good levels. Yeah, I just gotta crank. I just gotta crank. Crank my mic. levels. Crank the mic. Crank it. Crank, crank it. it. Do crank I need to like? It. What oh. if I adjust? Was well, that yeah, better? Good. That's slightly better. Yeah, you're yeah. good. Okay. Because that mic has a higher resistance than the other mic. <laughs> Stupid. You know, there's like Ohm's law bullshit. Ohm's law bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey everybody. Hey. Holmes Law is bullshit. Welcome to the podcast. It's me, your old pal and super duper number one host of all time, Professor Robot. And it's me, your best friend to the end, Dr. Octave. Hey, Doc. Thanks for being my best friend to the end. Hey, no problem. Nice. Any lifetime. Hey, guess what, everybody? It's time for our second extra special tour diary episode. Rumor has it we're going to have some special guests stopping by later, too. I don't want to give too much away. There's rumors. There's a, there's a friend of ours in town from Iceland, and she said she might try and stop by. Well, we're okay. So we're in a hotel room. Let's, let's yeah, do some let's, setup. Let's, we're... Normally, you'd put a sign on the door saying privacy, please. But instead, mm. we've put a sign on the door saying podcast guests, please. So hopefully people will just stop by and hang out. Yeah, I I think we're almost sure of it. That was a bad joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're fired. Hi, you want to do the podcast alone? Should I pack up the gear? Hey, guys, it's me, Professor Robot Super Great Podcast. And I'm all alone in the world, and no one will ever love me. That would be a horrible podcast. All right, you're unfired, and I love you. Aw. So, yeah, so, um, but yeah, we're in Las Vegas. This is kind of the second big junket of our tour and we are drinking well i've got like a pretty much what is a yard long watermelon margarita going on here well to be fair they call it a yard it's more than a foot but it's less than a yard it's less than a yard it's like, a, like half a yard it's more like you know how like sometimes you'll live in an apartment and they'll give you like a little terrace it's more of a terrace than a yard well it's like you know how some movies are based on a true story this drink is based on a real yard. You know how like that movie, The Longest Yard, really had nothing to do with football? I didn't even see it, so I'll guess that yes, I know that. There's even like another one that's like the longer yard or something like that. Even longer? I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know nothing about yards or footballs, but what I know is that we got these mixed drinks. Um, we did not get paid for this promotion. Uh, from Senior Frogs, it but uh, we like elderly amphibians, so we decided to uh, to go for it. Um, and this is a lot of alcohol. It's like a mixed, you know, it's like a frozen margarita, but yours is more tequila, mine's rum and vodka, and there's a bunch of fruit They get juice. the gist. Yeah, yeah. We're so, just, like, just imagine that, like, instead of two, like, you know, husky gentlemen that we were a couple of gals just down on the town for maybe a bridal shower or yeah, a bunch party. of or a bunch of dude bros in some Tommy Hill figure yeah. out for no apparent reason like, whatsoever yelling and high fiving everyone. You know, Abercrombie. Yeah. Aeropostale. You know the type. Ed Ed Bagley. No, Ed Hardy. Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. Outerwear. Yeah, outerwear. Yeah. Solar outerwear from Ed Begley Jr. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we're going to drink on the podcast and, and we'll get through the yard, quote unquote yard. I'm about a third of the way through my yard already. Well, the thing about these is that um, the last two inches is Are bigger the than the rest. Yeah. It's all just kind of. It settles the bottom. Into, it's like and it's, it's wider it's, at the base. It's, a, it's an hourglass Slurpee full of delicious drunkenness. Because even robots love alcohol, people. Especially well, cyborgs, you know, they, they feed off of it. It's fuel. Yeah. Well, I'm a cyborg, so it gets me drunk. Right. It's yeah. fuel and it's fun. It's the best. Let me tell you that. So it's been a fun tour so far. Hey, we uh, we did a couple of shows in Portland. Yeah, we since did. Since we last talked. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were kind of intimate. They were fun. They were worth doing. And, and we're, we're discovering, great. you know, we kind of knew this for a while that you just put us in front of people that want to have a good time. We'll have a good time. They'll have a good time, and we'll sell a shirt or two. Yeah, it's and been that, a warm that, reception. That works. Yeah, like I would say, like one of the shows in Portland has been our smallest show, but it was still a lot of fun. 
And we, we played with a band called the Husky Boys, who were just, they were just right up our alley. Yeah. Like, they sounded like Contra if it was just a heavy metal band. Yeah. Like, I think could, that's what you said, right? Yeah. They, well, they could fit right in with a lot of the bands uh-huh. at video game festivals that we play, like Mini Bosses or, you know. Yeah, but they don't do any video game stuff. They just sound like it. They do double they guitar stuff out. and cool you know, cool kind of retro rock sounding stuff, but with the, the fun energy and edge, their drummer's great. Everybody's really friendly. Um, we showed up and they're like, uh, you're from California. We should play, uh, play red hot chili peppers. And he started playing under the bridge and he's like, no wait, you're from Northern California. We should play green day. Yeah. And they did some welcome to paradise for us. Yeah. Which I, I had me cracking up. Yeah. Yeah. They had, they just had good personalities, good stage presence and, uh, rock and songs. Yeah. And that was, that was great. That was at cider riot and cider riot. Thank you so much. They were super gracious hosts for our thing. And doc, you are a huge, huge fan I think already of their wares. There's a two liter of their Meyer lemon cider sitting to the right of me in a hotel ice bucket overlooking the Vegas strip. And I can't wait to finish this yard of frozen, whatever, and dig into that that cider. Uh, It's, it's a, it's called Lemmy's what summer camp. It's a Meyer lemon cider and it's delicious. And it's named uh, after Lemmy from motorhead. So, What what could be bad about that? Nothing. Cider Riot did not pay us for this endorsement. Uh, they did pay us for the show, uh, which you know I will, for legal purposes, say, uh, so nobody thinks that we're in somebody's pocket. But their place was cool. They were really nice to us. They're. Uh, you jumped up on a you you coyote ugly a little bit. I did. I was a very ugly coyote. Yeah, when we do, uh, we, you know, we always do our show stopping rap about dinosaurs eating people, and uh, we got funky fresh with it. I gave uh, I gave our friend Jeremy a lap dance during it too. It was quite saucy. That's really why we do this is to <laughs> give our friends lap dances and jump I'm, up on benches in their faces. I'm trying to. Rub my junk against as many of my friends as I can without it being socially awkward. So, uh, you know, I'm really setting and accomplishing a lot of goals this this tour. Yeah, yeah, I think we're doing well. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had that show, and then the day before we did uh, we did a little house party at the Adventureland Ballroom. Yeah, which um, there were a couple balls there. There were some. There, I didn't see anybody ballroom dancing though. No. But um, there were balls in a room. There were. There were lots of balls. More than one ball, more than one room. In several rooms. Yeah. So we make it work. Um, but that was a fun show. Uh, Jesse Reno did this thing. Uh, he calls this project Ugly Bootleg. And it's kind of like it looks like a DJ setup. But he's really working with like pre-recorded long format sounds. Some of which he's played himself. Some of which he's multi-tracked and mixed uh, some of which are like found sounds it's, it's it's kind of like old dj shadow stuff yeah little bits of like negative yeah. land style audio mixing and you know yeah like compositionally there's like, weird audio like there's, li- there's there's a lot of like little clever nods and winks for people watching and paying attention mm-hmm. auditorially yeah. yeah so uh so that was fun and then uh, then yeah. we did a little outdoor we should explain fun who, stuff we should explain who uh jesse reno is i think oh well, yeah well so he's an artist in portland he runs a gallery called true measure gallery and uh he's kind of like he's been an inspirational figure for me this past year like i moved up to portland about a year ago and shortly after moving there i stumbled across this guy's gallery with my friend and uh he just decided to quit his job and start painting about 10 years ago and he's never stopped painting and he's got thousands of pieces and every time i go to his gallery there's new pieces and you can see his style evolving and seeing new styles and old styles blend and uh it's just really rad to see a contemporary artist that's like giving it everything he's got all the time yeah he's he's got some cool stuff and he does music and coloring books and coloring, coloring books. books i got one of his coloring books it's crazy stuff yeah. in there First time I met him, he was wearing a Devo shirt, so I knew. Oh, we you guy. knew. Yeah, it was love at first sight. Yeah, totally. Nice. Yeah, and I gave him a cartoon violence sticker, and it's been, you know, best best sparks ever flying. Since. Yeah, it's like. It's exactly what it sounds like. Do you have like a tape recorder in my mind? I do. 
Okay. I'm recording all your I'm recording all of your little squishy brain impulses. Ooh. Human. We've got a lot of those. Yeah. But that was there was a lot of acts that day. Yeah, yeah. We did uh so the house band of Sincerely is we did a little outdoor set. Uh I played the vibraphones and then uh our guitarist Justin, he got on a log yeah. with an axe and started chopping to the beat. And uh that was rad. I got it hit worked. in the face with a lot of wood chips, but I was wearing yeah. glasses. Safety goggles, everybody. Wear them if you're playing vibraphone outside. I thought he was going to hit his kid with the axe at one point. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. but he's just an intense performer, not Justin. Yeah. But he's been doing that axe thing forever. We yeah. should explain. Is that, is, that, is that an old apple pie hopes gag? Uh, we did do, like, well, I mean, let's let's rewind. So Apple Pie Hopes um, is a band that I did before Cartoon Violence existed. In another lifetime as another person. Um, but you live in Portland now with pretty much everyone I used to be in a band with. Yeah, except, except the one like guy, one who, guy who's another. like owned by Google now. Yeah, but he's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, so we did do like some chain gang stuff and things with axes and uh, crazy stuff like that. Back cool. in the day, like that was that was not uncommon. Like I actually remember, I did a for one of our albums. We did uh, this thing called Molasses and Tin, and it was folk versions of this band Sugar and Gold's disco songs. Sugar and Gold's an awesome SF band. I don't think they're around anymore, but it is worth checking out their stuff. So we went out to an abandoned train yard and with chains and his axe and a couple other things to bang on, we recorded a chain gang version of a disco song. Nice. So, yeah. And then we also did like something along those lines at a uh, way back in the day. This is getting like all like San Francisco scene in the in the mid aughts, you know? Yeah. Like maybe what like seven or eight years ago some maybe even i don't even it might even be longer than that at this point but probably it would be over a decade ago yeah which uh i don't know if that's is it pre-cartoon violence it's pre-cartoon violence yeah we're talking close to a decade then yeah it's um it's been a while since the apple pie host thing but so yeah we were we did a show at the this gallery in san francisco where we did a chain gang thing with a giant piece of wood and then i had a bucket full of glitter and as you do yeah and i thought you know when i threw it it would like whoosh but it all just went in this one guy's face <laughs> and like just like dude was eating glitter i felt so horrible i apologize profusely but it was still funny <laughs> At yeah, the very least. you you uh, so that's somebody. Yeah, that's the kind of weird better. stuff we would get into. And I know Justin has also hooked up like pickups to his axe and run it through effects before. Oh, pardon me. Um, I like this drink. Yeah, that's great. Um, so that's nothing to bit. Yeah, I've never seen him just like uh, making firewood before, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was that. That actually seemed to grab the audience attention. And, like, be, it was pretty intense for people. Yeah, it was probably the most that that outdoor bit was probably the most well uh, received uh, participation, audience numbers wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still had a great crowd for our set inside to close the night out. And, yeah. Uh, oh, and then you, uh, yeah, there was a little apple pie hopes reunion. Yeah, there was. No, there was. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't have my, I didn't bring my mandolin. I, um, so I played, um, uh, mandolin, I played mandolin upside down for the first time, which is now I can play everything upside down with confidence. Cool. So you the, could, you could be like the in-house music on stranger things. I could, I could like, like do the, you upside, could go down to the upside down and, and still, play, still play like if I was playing guitar in the right side up world. I could go to the upside down world and still play the guitar. And you could sue the savage Demogorgon? I don't know. It depends. I mean, what is rock and roll in the upside down world? He'd probably be into like some Kenny Loggins or like Yanni, uh, Ramstein. Some digging it to the street, digging it to the I think streets. he just listens to mashups of Yanni and Ramstein. I think he just listens to Yacht Rock. 
I th- that's what I think. I think that the Demogorgon is all about Michael his, McDonald. Michael McDonald. He came from somewhere back in the upside down world. I said, no Demogorgon who's trying to eat all of these kids. It's how he reproduces. Bob's coming back somehow the next season. I'm not really sure how. Hey, that that's uh, I'd I'd pay good money to Thanks. see that music video. <laughs> oh, getting really strange. <laughs> no, getting even stranger. The love uses telepathy, throwing the demogorgon back down. She disappeared now. Watching Stranger Things on Netflix. It's a really great show for 80s nostalgia. References and homage. <laughs> Pastiches all night long. All right. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. Tequila. Tequila is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. But we were talking about the show and the, and the apple pie hopes and the cartoon violence. Yeah. And the- cartoon violence. That was a good show. I got to say, you. Oh, let's talk about your choir. Okay. Can I? Right. Can I You're outing me. Okay. Out, oh, happening. my God. All right. You're, okay. Well, first of all, First of all, before before <laughs> before I get too into it, why don't you just give a, the elevator pitch of this thing? All right, so so uh, when I moved to Portland, it was to be a part of a, a little music scene, uh, much of which had migrated from the Bay Area, and one of the people in that greater scene uh, is a songwriter named Kevin Levy, and um, he's played bass in the Sincerely's, which is a band I currently play keyboards in in the past, and. Um, he wanted to do a project where he would write sort of politically active songs uh, about progressive values and try to get the a choir to perform them uh, and go to like political rallies and uh, progressive candidate events and sort of be a, a tool to push certain messages out there in a public way. Uh, so being a friend who said, hey, you want to join a choir? Uh, and me like missing, I said sure, and that's that's how it started. Uh huh. And now, do you <laughs> now? Now, like I got it is a um. So you guys pretty much you do. It seemed like you guys were doing medleys of different things or just songs with the words changed to be political. Like there no. was like I heard some Beatles in there. There's one. All you need is love. Um, reference but other than that nothing's a medley they're just songs that sometimes kind of like change tone they may feel like medleys but aside from the the one all you need is love line uh they're all original songs Mm. um so there's one about equal pay for equal work there's one about black lives matter there's one about uh gerrymandering which is my favorite one to sing um and also a very important political concept that it's very, you know, so what I will say about the project is I really like the idea of throwing these often complicated ideas uh, out there about like political malfeasance and universal health care and, and certain other like social issues uh-huh. that like if you can wrap them up in a song that makes it easier to understand than like a dry, you know, academic paper or some like talking head news broadcast like idiot summary. Uh, so like gerrymandering is an issue that's like really important to understand how politicians uh-huh. like steal votes essentially. Uh-huh. Um, so, so that's fun. Uh, but there's some songs where, you know, like if it was my project, <laughs> I would write them different, but I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the You're white not... guy that complains about the black lives matter song okay. or the guy who complains about the, the women matter song. Hey. I'm just going to like. Lend a voice no. to a choir and have some fun. Hey, you 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 do it for fun. <laughs> Let me. Um, I I don't. I definitely think there is an audience for what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you are. It's a very colorful bunch. Um, there was. The, can I talk about the woman? 
<laughs> God, you just fucking spit your fucking drink all over me. I I did just spit some frozen margarita oh, in, man. A, in, a, in a fit of laughter because I I know what you had said before and what you might say again. She's a nice lady. She's a lovely woman, I'm sure. But um, just this adorable older, like uh, not that much older woman than us, but. Wearing her uh, her cat ears with like some leopard print in her hair, and she she, she was like it definitely it was a she was a furry, like it was very it was very obvious this woman has some furry tendencies in her life. Furry tendencies, I would say, is is fine. But uh, this, I, I don't know her well enough to classify her as a furry for identity politics sake. But I'm pretty sure her dog died 20 years ago. and She's just been dragging <laughs> oh, that poor oh, thing around. It's like a weekend at Bernie's <laughs> situation. Was, I felt like I'm like, this poor no, dog does not want to be so adorable. It is an adorable puppy. I love puppies. She is very sweet. <laughs> she is an old dying dog and she is enjoying her last mm-hmm. year um, of very loved life. But just watching this dog like wander around the choir, and everyone's trying to like focus on the choir, but they're also seem kind of worried that the dog might defecate on them oh. as it wanders through the choir. And yeah, some uh, I definitely think there's an audience for your songs, and it is probably at like places like political yeah. rallies and stuff. And it's not like I disagree with the messages, right? But yeah, I think it's one of those things like you were saying, like that's not how I would go about it. And I think like when we do get political, it's like a lot more. I'm into more subversive stuff that makes people think about... Right. I think this is very much a preaching to the choir choir project. And I think there's a place for that. Like, you go to That's a what place, you guys should call yourselves. Yeah. The preaching <laughs> to the choir choir. Yeah, I agree. But um, <laughs> no, I think if you go to a place where that message is what people want to hear and they just want to hear a better packaged version of it, I think that'll be great. Uh, but I also think there is... You know, I like subversive. Uh-huh. I really like things that kind of... Uh, that wedge into an issue. They don't seem like it's about it, but it makes you think about it. I like stuff that can disguise itself. Yeah, because a lot of, like, what it seemed like was going on was, like, just stating, like, you know, facts about about different issues rather than trying to make it work as a song. I think the gerrymandering one was your best one as well. Yeah, but I don't know. But, yeah, I was just, I was just, I was, you know, me, I'm a people watcher. And like, well, I, I don't, and it's nothing, I don't see anything as negative. Like, I'm so, like, attracted to people that, like, stick out in interesting and quirky ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to bash this. I'm sure she's, she is yeah. a lovely person with a lovely well, dog. But. And, and it's also a choir where there's a couple people that stick out in interesting mm-hmm. and quirky ways. And that's what makes any good group interesting. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, huge tracts of land. Yeah. Somewhere in the choir. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, there's very tall men. Yes. There's 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 you. I actually filmed it. I got I got some of you singing with your choir oh. on a, on camera. So we'll we'll have to put that up for everybody. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm singing, uh, normally I would be a bass or baritone, uh-huh. and uh, in this choir I actually have been asked to sing an octave lower than the written notation for the bass parts uh, when I can, and so I end up like having to stretch my throat out a lot. Uh, to, to, <laughs> to like angle my throat up and like elongate my neck to like yeah. hit those low notes really and I'm also tall and they have me stand in the back so it's just like I think when you when people see the choir it's just like my head like singing to the sky above cat lady ears <laughs> a little bit I got I got I got some good shots of you I was okay of course I'm gonna get my little man singing with his choir at the show yeah yeah oh. <laughs> So um, I'm but, not yeah. saying this is a race, but we're at the finish line. Mm. You're right, it's not a race. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm really enjoying this drink. I'm going to miss it when it's gone in another couple of minutes. You know, here. those the, I could barely feel those last two inches go into me. Oh, man. Isn't that always the way? Mm. It's the first few inches you got to worry about. Well, after the first foot, it gets really easy. Yeah, you're just loose. And, yeah. Mm. You just let it all flow. Really, that's what they mean by the longest yard. That is what they mean. <laughs> oh, man. We're just driving into a wall. Okay, here. so yeah. so so we talked about the past. The past is the past. Yeah, we did the... We were in Portland for a while. It was great. We left Portland. We stopped back in Oakland so I could sleep for a day in my bed. 
And then now here we are in Las Vegas. So we got into town last night. Yeah. Went and hung out. My friend Tara is the best person. Tara. Hi, Tara Barra. Um, I know you probably don't listen to the podcast, but she got us hooked up with a nice hotel room at the Treasure Island because she's the best. And then we went over to her place last night and she's got a fucking like just tiki hut lounge in her back fucking yard. Next to the pool. Yeah, but to get there, you have to walk past the life-size uh, functioning Tom Servo and Crow puppets. Yeah, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 shrine, which oh I took God. a photo of. I'll post that it's up It's the my... coolest house I've ever just randomly walked into. Oh, my God. So, it yeah, pretty shout styling. out to Tara and her brother and their awesome new Yeah, house. Tara, you're the best, and she's got a care package now. And we've mostly just been drinking and gambling the day away. Uh, yeah, today was a, a good uh-huh. uh, good gambling day. We hung ah. out downtown. We went to Old Vegas. I'm so poor yeah. now. Ah. I'm going to have to sell my plasmids. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you, at least my, you got plenty of plasmids. I'm going to have to steal your sperm and sell it. Okay. Hey. Using, it's all yours. Using my sperm stealing ray gun. I'm not using it. <laughs> There's going to be no junior doctor octaves running around. Oh, there will be. Oh, yeah, but there'll be there clones be. and like medical experiments. No, I meant more like I'm going to sell your semen after oh, I wow. fucking extract it using a ray gun to teleport it into a vial. All right, that sounds cool. You don't have those here? No. Oh, man. That must only be in your dimension. Your dimension's stupid. All right, there you go. Um, but wow, yeah, your dimension's stupid. We're gonna be playing. Now what? Oh man, this is like our second or third trip to Vegas. Do you remember our first trip to Vegas together? Uh, was oh, that the DevCon? Oh, 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 yeah. We're going way back. Yeah, this is. We're going back twenty years. Almost nineteen. Probably nineteen years. I was I was we were I driving was but not legal. Thirty six. I was eighteen. Okay. So eighteen years. Yeah, it's, it's been eighteen years. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so stupid. Yeah, the first time we came here was eighteen years ago. Yes. And it was the most awkward. Well, one of the most every I <laughs> every everything involving anytime there's me and strippers involved, it's the most horrible, awkward thing, and it's not my fault. No. It's totally not my fault. No. It's just bad timing and bad decisions. Yes. Um, so many so, bad decisions. So, yeah. I mean, like, we get to Vegas and, like, yeah, I'm 18. And I'm like, all right, we're going to, like, we got, we were meeting up with some friends and, like, we'd all decided to, like, get a stripper and, like, have her come to a hotel room, right? Yeah, well, And then for those who don't know, DEF CON is a hacker convention mm-hmm. uh, in Vegas every year. So... There's a lot of nerds, mostly young uh-huh. to middle-aged, and uh, social awkwardness is a norm. Uh-huh. But yeah, so we go into this hotel room, and it's not just our friends there, but a bunch of kids we never met. And by kids, I literally mean like bullshit that any of them were over 18. There were a lot of young'uns in yeah. this hotel room where a stripper was ordered. And then... It was taking forever for the stripper to show up, so they called to see what was going on, and then we had two strippers show up. The first stripper was a lovely, younger, attractive woman, and like, you know, let's be real, we're going to be superficial here, because you were paying to see an attractive person take their clothes off. You know, no matter yeah. no matter whether you were seeing a male stripper or a female stripper, it is a totally like, consensually objectifiable experience. There are many things I would pay Louis Anderson for, but being a stripper is not one of them. Yeah, but that's a personal taste. There are right. plenty of people that would pay Louis right. Anderson. We're just not those people. Right. Okay, so traditionally really hot, like, blonde girl looks in a schoolgirl outfit shows up, and then middle-aged uh, Filipino woman shows up. And there's some sort of uh, like argument over which which stripper is gonna stay. <laughs> and Two strippers enter. Yeah, one stripper leaves. And so this like kid that who decided he was in charge somehow because he was putting in the most money uh, goes in the back room to negotiate with a very very large muscular man that had been escorting. 
the two strippers and the two strippers. And then, then, sorry guys, says the blonde, cute schoolgirl stripper. And off she goes. And we we are left with a woman who, uh, I guess, had uh, probably been in the game for a while, shall we say. And it was the most uncomfortable lap dance that I'd ever had in my life. And then I think we decided to leave when the like stripper sat down on a couch on top of three three kids that just should should have been waiting like several more years to touch a boob <laughs> just this yeah. all over this um i don't know it was gross it was gross and we left it was gross and we left it could have been so much better it could have been so much better <laughs> that's all i'm going to say but that was my that was my first experience with a stripper ever and then we went to a strip club at three in the afternoon once in Vegas. Uh, that we did. And that was two. Well, they had a free limo ride there. I mean, how could you say no? And that very lovely woman showed me some great pictures of, of her, her family her, vacation. She took to like what, with like her grandkids her or something with her like her her abuela. <laughs> and, uh, Man. Yeah, and I hung out with a army brat with a bunch of tattoos and daddy issues that That's how just it kept works. trying to yeah coerce the like one one of two guys in the strip club at three in the afternoon to go in the back room with her. Yeah, well, because you had a flight at like five or six, right? Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't normally say, "Hey, it's three in the afternoon. Let's, yeah, let's go, go see to some titties." Mm-hmm. No, no, but uh, no, I'm just afraid. Yeah. No, I'm just so afraid. are we gonna are we gonna is this is a no strip club visit? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, it would have to be like now, right? Or else it would have to be another like three in the afternoon thing because we're gonna be yeah. at, we're gonna be at the Double Down Saloon tomorrow night all mm. night long. I'm really pumped for this show tomorrow. Yeah, Double Down Saloon is a historic punk venue in uh-huh. Vegas, and I cannot believe that we were able to pull this one out of our ass. I have no idea what we're doing playing here. <laughs> but um, I'm so looking forward to it. But we're going to entertain. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun. Uh, I said in the last episode that uh, we're opening. And in fact, we're actually closing. So if you're coming to the Double Down. Well, now we can be like, we headlined, bruh. Yeah. Uh, stay, stay after midnight. We'll probably go on sometime around 1 a.m. But uh, come, come as early as you uh-huh. can stomach the awesome music from a bunch of bands. And yeah, I think we're going to take a break now. Because uh, I think our special guest is is here. Yeah, there might and, there might yeah, uh, there I hear might some rustling outside the some, door. Some swan feathers. Why don't we take a break for our uh, ads right here, like a regular podcast? Yeah, and uh, then we'll be right back with our special guest. Hey, all This is Doctor Octave here, and this is going to be no ordinary commercial. This is a challenge. We put a lot of time into making 12 different t-shirt designs this past year and we'd love to see them on more people all over the world. So for this challenge, what I want you to do right now is go to cartoonviolence.threadless.com and start browsing our t-shirts. Unpause the podcast, continue listening, and while you listen, just look at what we've got to offer. And if by the end of the podcast you haven't found a shirt that you like, that someone you know will like, or you haven't picked a person at random in the world from a phone book to buy them a t-shirt and send it to them to start a pen pal friendship that will last your whole life, well then I don't think we can help you. But if there's one of a dozen shirts at cartoonviolence.threadless.com that piques your fancy, I dare you to buy it at the end of this podcast. Once again, that's cartoonviolence.threadless.com for all your t-shirt needs. And now back to the show. Uh, it's such a surprise to see you here. Um, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined Hello. by the uh, illustrious uh, Icelandic musician Bjork. 
Hi. Welcome to Cartoon Violence Has a Podcast. Thank you. So I understand that, um, I mean, not only is there a vast uh, history of musical exploration we can talk about in your career, but I understand you have a, a new album coming out that you you want to talk about. Yes, it's uh, a new album I am making. It is very good, I think. Maybe my best. Oh, wow. Yes, um, I am farting on acorns. Oh. And then we put uh, wind chimes over this, and uh, it sounds very nice and good. Okay. Uh, yes. Now, you, are you... Are you farting live on these acorns in like some sort of yes. well microphoned environment? Like we, we go to a room and we I I eat things like tiny beans one by one and then sometimes chickpeas too and I will eat asparagus and cucumbers and then a burrito sometimes so individual beans and then a burrito yes uh okay if the beans don't work by themselves but i will mostly uh, sometimes i like to try to eat cakes because they are good this is generally true i'm curious if the the note you make does that have anything to do with what you ate or is it all muscle control why am I asking this? It's very interesting, actually. Um, I went and I studied with a uh, man who was half goat and half horse and also a person. And he was the one who told me how to control my butts to make the good farts. Because there were there are good farts and there are bad farts. Is there going to be like a companion album that's all the bad farts? No, the, I did not do any bad farts because I'm trained to only do oh, good farts. Okay, so th- this is this is a training process. This isn't like yes. a cutting room floor thing. No, you're not leaving farts on the cutting room floor. I have cleansed my body of bad farts long before we began recording this new album. Okay. Um, so it's all a- acorns and wind chimes. Yes, and a very special guest, uh, Steve Winwood. Oh, okay. What's he play? Uh, he plays with uh, toy blocks on the album. You can hear him in the background. We had him stand in a corner and play with blocks. So he's very good at it. So as yes. uh, as a musician who sometimes has to think about how to recreate something live that you did in a particular way, uh, what are these songs going to be like on stage? They will be magical. Have you have you seen a Bjork show before? You, you know, I've never had the uh, had the thrill. There will be elves dancing and butterscotch pudding for anyone who wants it. Okay, uh, the elves dancing in the butterscotch pudding? Is no, that like a that splash would, zone? That would violate health code violations. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Elves cannot dance in pudding that people eat, or the people will have to go and live with the elves for five years. Oh, oh okay. That's, yes. I mean, is that good or bad? Oh. If mean, you have things to do, it could be bad. But if you are maybe wanting to explore... Where the elves live, I mean, it might be fun if they have a nice house, but most of them live on in flowers, so it's very small. Oh, okay. Well, um, but some live sounds... inside rocks. It doesn't sound in... pleasant living well, in a rock. If you were an elf, I am sure you would think differently because you would like that. 
And well, okay, I'm sure it's cultural. I just don't, I just don't get it. I'll laugh at you because you live with shoes on your feet. Um, that is true. Why are you doing that? Uh, to protect myself from the sea of broken glass that is America. But you can't feel with shoes on your feet the earth moving with the elves and the rocks. That is a song I've been working on. Yeah? And so I think it illustrates the point I am making here. I think it illustrates a great many points. Uh, so you've got the Acorn album. What's that called? It is called... Uh, what is that? What's the origin of that word? It is Icelandic for Björk's new album. That's... It's a little on the nose, but, you know, hey. Yes, I am like noses. So, uh, I heard there was another album that you were going to be working on, but it involved writing the names of notes on baby sea turtles and sending them out into the ocean and then seeing which ones died to figure out what the song sounded like? No, that was Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. I heard wrong then. Yes, I, a lot of people have been confused, but I murdered ducks. Oh. And I used their entrails to spell out my lyrics. Oh. So I am somewhat offended. Well, uh, I'm so sorry I confused you with Taylor Swift. Um, I didn't mean to imply that... Uh, you were so attentive to your fans. What do you mean? Turtles? Y well, you know. Turtles love my music. It is true. It's okay. You can say it. Don't be okay. afraid. Turtles love your music. Thank you. I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. That is good because the people need to know that just because a turtle likes music doesn't make it bad. I mean, I was talking to my friend Donatello the other day and he was like, dude... Vespertine is totally my favorite album. Oh, that is very nice. Is he a turtle? He is, yeah. That is very... Tell him I am enjoying you that. Okay, I'll tell him. And to say hello. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him you said hello. No, don't tell him to say hello to me. Oh, okay. Thank you. He, he, he might say, like, cowabunga or radical instead of hello. That is a word I am not familiar with, but... I'm assuming that they mean to give butter to the goats when they need to have their protein milks. That's a loose translation. Okay. Yeah. It sounds much like a word we have in Icelandic called kugalanga, which okay. means, hey, what's that guy doing on that hill over there? Oh. I don't understand it much. It's I, a strange thing. I think my mom went to that summer camp, Kugawanda. But it goes back to an old tale that we used to tell. And uh, it is a story of the man who was over on the hill and people did not know why. Once there was a man on a hill, people did not know why he was there. And they would say, Kuabunga, you know, like I have just said. And he would say something, but they could not hear and eventually they went over to the man and they could hear him. And he said, I am standing here because I am enjoying the view. So, you know, it is an old uh, Icelandic saying to uh, enjoy the view where you are standing. That's, because of that story. That's the best advice I've gotten all day. Thank you, Bjork. You're very welcome. I couldn't possibly have enjoyed this interview anymore. Yes. Um, I am very glad to have been around for uh, my life. As are we all. Uh, Bjork, before um, you leave us, do you have anything else you want to plug? Yes. I would like to plug in toasters. I would like to plug in televisions. I would like to plug in vacuum cleaners. Um, I would also like to plug in lamps and perhaps um, cellular devices and... Um, Maybe plugging in my computer to record myself farting on your echo. Thank you. No, no thank you, Bjork. Okay. You're thank, 
Thank you for having a podcast you with are, us. You are welcome that I am. You are thanking me. Yes. Come back soon. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Oh, man. I can't believe I missed Bjork because I had to repower my mighty robot fuel cells. Yeah, you should like uh, get your charger plugged in like in advance of the interviews maybe? i know i was really dumb of me i'm such a huge fan i really really hope though that she doesn't sell out and her next album is all about farting and acorns because that would be bullshit um yeah 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 that would suck but at any rate i mean yeah okay maybe i'm still a little drunk but uh, my power is all charged and we've got some more shows coming up. We do. Um, so let, well, the double down. Yeah. So I mean, this will be. We'll have played the double down by the time people hear this. I think we should be able to release it the day of. So this podcast should come out June tenth. If you happen to just discover playing. this podcast and live in Las Vegas, yeah, the one person in Vegas who we tell about the podcast tomorrow, uh, maybe you'll show up at the show. Yeah. The double down, but you probably won't. But what would be really cool is if people in the greater Los Angeles area would come out to our Wednesday, June 14th show in Santa Ana at the Beatnik Bandito. The Beatnik Bandito. Thank you. Music Emporium. We're playing with some swell, keen, just wonderful bands. So it's going to be Little Combat and Trotus. And La Troyenne and us, Cartoon Violence. And uh, it's a beautiful show poster. I'm really happy. Yeah, I really and, like, like it. It's got a kitty cat person on it. And, and, and they like, say, so fun. And, and that's true. And there's like some subversive sexuality to it or something. It's my favorite kind of sexuality. Yeah. And uh, it is just going to be a fun, fun time. Uh, we can't wait to to do this. Yeah, and we really hope that if you are or happen to be around the Greater Los Angeles area during the show, that you come by. So that's a seven p.m. show, and it's all ages. Uh, or sorry, it's an eight p.m. show, seven dollars. So sorry, but it's all ages. It's still all ages. So which two year olds are so welcome. Which is better than Legos. I think Legos are like for kids, like what, like yeah. four to sixty. A cartoon violence concert is officially not a choking hazard. Uh, well, it might be. If I make you choke on your words, or I use the force to choke you because I'm evil. Yeah. You have the force? Do I didn't know uh, cyborgs could be midichlorinated. You don't know anything about me or my ways. And that's why we have this podcast. I know, but we mostly have it to shamelessly plug the fact that if you're in Oakland or San Francisco or the Bay Area, anywhere around Or that, within a 10 hours drive of Oakland. You should come to the Stork Club on Friday, June 16th, if you're 21 and over, for our CD release party. And if you're not 21 and over, you should stand outside the Stork Club, listen to the show, and then Through flag the us outside to buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, and then that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Elegant Trash is playing. Mm-hmm. My band of my dreams, Oingo Boingo, an all-female Oingo Boingo cover band. Oh, my God. I can't believe that they were nice enough to do this. I can't wait. But, like, they are spirit animals. Um, I'm pretty sure the drummer is actually a dude, but who cares? Whatever, I don't care. man. Hey. If, he, if he identifies himself or herself or itself... As a non-dude, or a, well, everyone's a dude. I'm a dude. You're a dude. He's a dude. She's dude. a dude. To quote my favorite ska song from the wonderful film Good Burger, uh, you know, whatever, man. Uh, we're all dudes. Is that your favorite ska song from Good Burger, or your favorite ska song of all time that happens to be from Good Burger? That's my favorite ska song from the movie Good Burger, of which there might have been a few, but it's the only one I remember. And it's because it's horrible. Okay, good call. But I love it. I love Good Burger. I love I, how horrible Good Burger is. I don't remember Essentially, what my favorite Scott song. For at one is. point, Carmen Electra tries to drug and rape a teenage boy. Hashtag not all Carmen Electras. Yeah. But come to our CD release show or buy our CD now. 
Is it available now? It's no. On, no, it's on June thirteenth. So yeah, June thirteenth, you'll be able to buy it on uh, Bandcamp, and then within about a week of that, it should be on all the Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever, anywhere that isn't Bandcamp, where you can buy music online. Um, buy it. Buy it. Just fucking buy it. I mean, we're not millionaires. We're not going to get rich off this stuff. It means the world to us if you actually pay for our music. Support our weird support art. It. Yeah, you know what? And uh, tell your friends about it. We need you to tell your friends about it. Like, we really need that. Like, uh, our new EP is genuinely awesome. Yeah, you're and genuinely awesome if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. And you probably know some genuinely awesome people. So why not spread the genuine awesometicity around a little bit? Really, like, let's pretend that our... CD is like the the like just like perfectly soft, not too hot, not too cold cream cheese that you're putting over your delicious toasted bagel of existence. Wouldn't yes. you want to? Wouldn't you want to give your friends a bite of that or tell them where to get their own cream cheesy bagely spiritual goodness? Yeah, and and everything else we offer the stickers and the shirts. It's, it's all locks on top of the bagel. And I will totally make out with you. Me? I will, uh, no, anybody. Oh, I mean, I'm not anybody. Well, I mean, we're close. It would be weird, but we might. Uh, our beards might get stuck. Our beards would definitely get stuck, and yeah. then it would be hard to rock. Yeah, so but let's not. I'll I'll give you I'll, I'll smooch you I'll smooch you people. <laughs> I'll I'll give you smooch. I'll come to a show. Professor Robot promise. Come I'll to smooch show. you people. If you want, I'm not gonna be like. You gotta get smooshed. I'm not like the like creepy host of Family Feud, <laughs> but you want a little you want a little smooch from the old prof robot. Hey, you got it. I'm just a lovable guy who loves loving people, and I love that you love our podcast, and I hope you love our new album, and I hope you love coming to one of our shows one of these days. I want you to want our new album. I want you to have a great day. I need you to need our new. Album. I need you to have a great day. I'd love you to love our new album. I'd love you to have a great day. I'd pay you to pay for our new album. I'd pay you to have a great day. So go out there and have a great day, people. And we'll see you next time on Cartoon Violence Has a Podcast. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at Cartoon Violins. You can find us on Facebook at they The Real care. Cartoon Violence. And everything is at cartoonviolencemusic.com. They don't care. If you they don't never care, cared. type cartoon violence into Google. Cartoonviolencemusic.com. Go then there. Pick us. Find all of our shit. Cartoonviolencemusic.com. Hey, guess what? But thanks for the spot. Hey, guess place. what? Cartoonviolencemusic.com. Just go there. Forget Nobody all the shit. Cares. Forget all that other Nobody shit that cares. asshole says. Forget they all that bullshit. Care. Fucking, they don't care. Just cartoonviolencemusic.com. Goodbye. Click.